Hi. Okay. <clears throat> this week we have the subject of something has to change. We have spent one, two, three, four weeks looking within ourselves, discovering a lot about ourselves, acknowledging things, um, hopefully coming to terms with a lot of heavy things. Um, and if you hadn't reached that point, but you're listening to week five, that something has to change, I would go back. I would double back and probably review the role-playing and the one about our past. Those are probably two of the most introspective ones. Um, and then come back to this one. But for those of you who are on track, um, you have probably come to some definite realizations that something does have to change. How you have been showing up in love, how you have been showing up in um, relationships and support of yourself, it hasn't been to the best of your ability. You've probably shortchanged yourself in a lot of ways. And so now it's time to come up with a plan. Um, on this episode, I will be pulling cards, but I did want to talk about some things first because, um, you know, one of the things I wasn't able to touch on in a couple of the first, um, in, in the couple of first couple of episodes is that we are. I think I forgot to touch on the importance of the nodal shift. North node being in Aries, South node being in Libra. Now, if you were born between 1985 and 1986, it's likely that your nodes are in Aries and Libra. So this is a very significant time for you. So it's a few things going on. The nodes this year, last year, the um, the planet in retrograde that had that was of great importance was Mars. This year, it is Venus. This particular time period, it's Venus and Mercury being in retrograde. So Venus, we know is the planet of love, um, the planet of emotions and relationships, um, beauty, beauty, um, and romance and love. Um, and Mercury is the planet of the mind, the planet of communication. And if both of those are, if one is in retrograde, love is in retrograde, you know, we've been on a self-love thing, pulling it back in, thinking about ourselves, really uh, reflecting on ourselves. If the mind is in retrograde, with that being Mercury, a lot of our communication is self-talk. It's, you know, self-reflection. And it can be, it can definitely breed a level of chaos because within us, it's not necessarily technology. It's not necessarily um, travel. It's those things that are, it's communication. It's communication. And I tend to experience things before they're happening. So most likely when they're in their shadow phase um, and 
the shit's heavy and it's not nice and it's um it goes along with our candle that I burned on 8-8 that I never talked about. Shoot. Okay. So the candle worked out beautifully. The candle was amazing. I was a little worried at first. I didn't hover it like I did the first one. Um, and that's probably what it what needed to be. So with the candle that I burned on 8-8, sorry, I wish you guys would have reminded me. Um, there was, <clears throat> it the the card itself well the lesson there from the card what it was going to do it was going to bring out it had the energy of the five of cups and healing clarify with the healing energy and then the ten of pentacles clarified with ascension um and baby the five of cups has been five of cupping, okay? Um, so it the five of cups definitely represents in this in this moment that it's mourning. It's mourning something on an emotional stance, right? Mourning a relationship, mourning a way, mourning something that didn't go your way. And it that's the part that you have to heal from the part that you never realized was holding you back the part you never you know fully acknowledged was a hiccup for you that's the shit that's coming up but check this out when it's coming up as it's coming up you don't even realize it you don't because in and you can google google the five of cups and it should have you know very different imagery i mean but some of the same basics there's a person standing by water mourning a situation but they're facing the five cups aren't set up together three cups are in front and two cups are behind the three cups typically um represent third party or cheating right what they say, third party interference. It could be information, you know, somebody that you're dealing with, a, a relationship breaking up or um, being influenced by things outside of the two people, right? It could be family. It could be romantic. So mourning that and then behind it, it's the two of cups, not, not fully acknowledging the two of cups is definitely mutual love and look up that imagery of the two of cups. So, um, mutual love, sharing your life, sharing your love, sharing your emotions with someone. And it's a very equal process. Um, something that, you know, we're all looking for. Nobody's looking for the three of cups. Everybody's looking for the two of cups. Um, but the five of cups itself brings up the emotion of the things that went wrong, having to let go of the things that like that weren't acknowledged the things that have to do with heavy emotion it's a lot of regret it's a lot of like damn in the five of cups it is when you look at the picture it it is that is the energy that comes from it but with it being clarified with the healing energy it's looking for that very dark space it's looking for that nook it's looking for something that's embedded in that crevices so that it can pull it out 
pull it out like a tumor or a plug of some sort so that it can revitalize the spaces that prepare us better for the things that we want in life. It's pulling out the things that we didn't even realize were there. And that makes it very, very ugly. That makes it very heavy. Okay. (sighs) Then with the Ten of Pentacles, it's like, you know, (laughs) you can't get any better than this. And that's, you know, that's pretty much life. So the Ten of Pentacles represents a lot of good stuff, right? A lot of um, a lot of things that we want in life. Um, the Ten of Pentacles very much is... Um, so pull up a picture of the Ten of Pentacles and you'll see that there are two people standing around. Ten of Pentacles can represent a wedding. Ten of Pentacles, and that's because the essence of all parts of life are there. Young, old spiritual pets there's a lot of wealth there so um legacy I feel like and I didn't even even that word I feel like I was hearing legacy or saying something about legacy but 10 is 10 is a a number of completion 10 is a number let's break it down because really they give definitions between one and nine or zero and nine. So one is new beginnings. 10 is considered a completion. Nine is considered intense because you're right there. By the time you get to 10, you didn't already been through the shit of the nine. So 10 is almost like a relief, like, well, damn. Okay. So that's a, a, a completion, but it's, it's also the end of a cycle because you're still going to cycle back to one. Okay. So that end is only going into a new start. And if that end, we're coming to the end and at the end is the Ten of Pentacles. The Ten of Pentacles and the Ten of Cups are the ones that you want. The Ten of Swords and the Ten of Wands, those are heavy burdens, okay? The Ten of Pentacles is something manifesting, materializing into fulfillment. It's a material fulfillment. So it could be a legacy. It could be having your life set up. It could see, it could be having your goals, seeing them, seeing the things that you've manifested and having fulfillment in that, sitting back and looking back on life like, I created this. And that card was clarified by ascension, moving on, ascending, moving past the place of the Five of Cups, moving past this particular place of hurt, of despair, of disappointment of disorganization of confusion of again damn going into a space where you can sit back and see like wow the things that I asked for they're here it took hard work it took work it took understanding it took compromise it took patience it took patience It took time, but you're going to get there. You're going to get to a space where you can sit back and look and have this fulfillment of life where you are in this moment. So it won't always be like this, but it takes work to get there. And the candle, as it burned, it started off 
it started off good. First day was good. It was clear. And then probably like the end of the second day, the third day, it started getting dark. I started getting worried. I was like, man, 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 we still have so many days to go. And um, when I left it alone, when I left it alone and didn't hover and didn't like bother it and, you know, try to um, mend it to something better, when I let it do what it was going to do, it cleared up. And it cleared up of, um, so there's only like darkness a fourth of the way down and the darkness isn't even as dark as it could be, which means that we all have hiccups, but they are hiccups that we can get through. We all have things, but they are things that we can get through. Okay. So now, um, everyone, it's a good number of participants and everyone on here is, um, has, you know, a different work. We're on the same but different speed. So I want to see what, that's what I'm going to pull for. What, if something has to change, what is it that needs to change? Okay, so we have airplane, spread your wings and fly, and we have money, discover the source of your true power. Uh, the highest vibration in regards to energy is love. It is. It's love. Um, in most situations, and I know there's somebody that'll be like, oh, well, this, this doesn't count, this doesn't count, but in the movie industry, um, most of the top movies have whether it's action whether it's a thriller whether it's something there is always an inclusion in each picture the element of love a relationship a couple there's there's rarely solitude if that solitude is there it's you know met with and brightened by um being coupled with a match and that's because love is the bestseller. Love is something that everybody can relate to, whether in its failure or in its success. Love is there. Love is not something that you can run from. Love is something that always should be leaned into. Um, because it's there. <laughs> so with airplane, <clears throat> it's an image of a woman who is surrendering and um there's this light beaming and it's coming from her heart chakra so spread your wings and fly if you consider peter pan and flying is not something that we can do um but according to peter pan if we think happy thoughts and with a little bit of pink t 
Tinkerbell dust. We can do it. But it's a matter of believing. It's a matter of believing. Okay? Spread your wings and fly. That ascension, it comes from you believing in yourself. No matter what it looks like, no matter what anybody says around you, the things that you want, believe in it. There are so many things that we want and we that we have a strong desire for that we actually manifest into our lives. <clears throat> we actually manifest it into our lives. What you do with it when it comes to you is something of preparation, is something of how you feel about yourself, self-worth, self-readiness, things of that sort. But you manifested it and it showed up. It showed up. Meaning that you can manifest anything that you want, but the power and the work is what you do with it when it comes. And that's where discover the source of your true power is the card of money that comes through. This is also a woman who is enlightened, but she has a light that shined on her head. Oh my gosh. Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde. Venus represents the heart space. Mercury represents... What is Mercury? I said it's the mind, but also the throat, communication, and encompasses that whole area. Okay? But you're giving away something. So in that space, how are you giving away? How are you giving to? How are you accepting the things that you've manifested? I just looked up and I have this affirmation on my wall from 2020 at that. And it says, I'm worthy of my manifestations. I am worthy of my manifestations. Because the space that I'm in at the time that I'm manifesting it, I was ready for it. Now, it doesn't come right away. It doesn't come within hours. It doesn't come within days. We may fall out of that energy. But the package is still on the way. So self-doubt has time to creep in, other people's opinions, um, you know, other situations. So the universe is always going to deliver on the things that you've asked for, the things that you within yourself have yearned for, if that helps you figure out. But the part that has to change is how you receive it. And you need to receive it with open arms and an open heart. And a mind that's ready to accept it and go through the challenges that come with it when it comes. Because yes, we manifest. One of the things that we manifest, more money, more money, more money. I want more money. I want more money. But when we have that opportunity, which looks like more work, a change in job, more responsibility, something, you know, that keeps us more busy. We're not really that prepared for it. We're not prepared to do what we need to do to maintain what we called in. We are not prepared to do what we need to do to maintain what it is that we called in. And that has to change. So how can we change it, right? Oh, let's see. How can we better prepare ourselves for our manifestation? The card manifest came out. Don't never stop manifesting.
life-changing decisions. It's rare that we are manifesting in my alarm is about to call. It's rare that we are manifesting anything that will keep us the same. It's rare that that's something that that doesn't even make sense. I'm not going to manifest um a new life and expect not to change. So when it shows up when a Okay, so a new life can represent um, a luxury car. Let's call it, let for sake, let's call it a limo. Traditionally, if you get into a limo, you need to be very much dressed up, right? <coughs> this, when your figurative limo shows up, if you are not dressed to impress, to match the energy of this limo, then you need to go back and change. You need to go back and change <clears throat> because you have everything that you're equipped with to match this fly. It may be an inconvenience at the time, but it's something you asked for. You reserve this. You requested it. The universe delivers. It shows up at your doorstep. If you have on old tat tattered tethered tattered tattered clothing, uh, ripped jeans, and some of this stuff is in, but think very homeless. Not like Kanye, but more so like you no know, Skid Row. Okay, hadn't showered, hair's a mess, um, hadn't cleaned up your beard. You can't. You can. You approaching approaching the limo, you're not going to be prepared. But you do have to backtrack, check yourself, change some things, adjust yourself, match the energy that has shown up at your front door for you to fully, fully embrace this request. So we have apology here. Um, I feel like most of you have received your manifestations um, in some sort of way and either had to apologize for not being ready, apologize for a change of heart, apologize for something. Instead of accepting, let's see. Clarify apology. So we have the King of Wands to come out. You have the dynamic energy of a leader. But what are we apologizing for?
I will take this though. We have the lovers and the devil. for not being ready oh yeah apologizing for not being ready we have the five of the five of pentacles that came out it's recovery from a loss spiritual poverty uh, charity improvement karmic lesson forgiveness positive change um life is hard right now but look around help is at hand um at the moment that you're apologizing for not being willing to accept the manifestation that has showed up for you. Um, it's you're apologizing too quick and not doing the work enough, not, not believing in the work that can be done. Stop apologizing and sit back and look like, okay, this has showed up. What do I need to do within myself to be open to it, to be able to receive it in its highest capability? Um, because in all honesty, when something that you've manifested, something that you've called in for yourself, um, when it shows up, it does trigger some things for you because it's asking you to leave something behind. It triggers something in your shadow. And a lot of times we choose the shadow over, over improvement because it's easy if your job calls you in and they're saying like you know these are the things that you need to change these are the things that you you know would benefit from if you like the job if you like the job and you want to stay and you have a goal in your mind like going up the ladder you'll do what you need to do to prove yourself worthy but if you're okay in the space that you're in and the position that you're in and they put you on a, what is it, a PIP for you to correct your performance um, and you feel just very complacent where you are, you may just not. You may choose not to because you don't deem it worthy. You don't deem yourself worthy. You don't deem it important. But that speaks more about you and how you feel about yourself than the situation that you're in. The manifestation showing up speaks to what you once yearned for. What you do with it when it shows up speaks highly of how you feel about yourself. And instead of apologizing for fucking it up, you could adjust, you could pivot. The slight difference between the devil card and the lover card. And look those two up. Same imagery. Same imagery. It's just who's leading the charge. Is it your shadow self? Or is it your higher consciousness? Your shadow self or your higher self? <sighs> I'll come back later this week. And we'll talk about being worthy of love. But during this time, I want you to think about what has come up that you need to change 
that keeps you stuck, that keeps you from moving forward. (laughs) And on that note, I got to go. All right. Bye. Okay, for whatever reason, I keep forgetting to talk about the notes. I just, I was sitting here thinking like, I never even talked about it. Okay, so the significance of the North Node and the South Node. The North Node is um, basically your your direction, your Northern Star, right? Um, this The area that you're supposed to be going toward. The South Node um represents uh past life um the the part of you that's most comfortable um with it being in with the nodes being in uh the north node being in aries and the south node being in libra this is basically um the tug of war of myself over others right libra has a very people pleasing um characteristic a very much relationship driven characteristic in aries is very much um i'm first me myself and i um and prioritizing you know the impulsivity of the things that aries wants with it being in North Node, with Aries being in North Node, it is time to prioritize yourself over relationships. But that prioritization of yourself over what over relationships is um, based off of what other people want, like your desires over other people's desires. What you want for your life based off of what other people want and you serving that, right? There are many great things that come with um, that come with the South Node being in Libra. Libra is a very uh, charming sign, um, so there will be a lot of convincing um, for things to stay a certain way. It will be very comfortable to stay in the 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 pool with other people and be able to do for them and ignore the things of yourself, but these sort of phases come about because we're supposed to geez louise we're supposed to run a lap at a time and this lap is the north node and the the north node in aries and the south node in libra okay you could benefit you will see great reward or have success or graduate from this space by focusing on you getting yourself together learning to be very um learning to be more of an advocate for yourself in a sense of it being the greater good right I decide what I want for my life without too much with with more decision than indecision because indecisiveness definitely comes from um that libra energy because of the scales libra is represented by the justice scales and so that toggle between right and wrong up and down black and white their story my story this story that story it's all in a it's a lot that they have to they want to see the whole picture before they make a decision and a lot of times if Libra can't see the whole picture they don't make a decision Aries comes in 
the the direction we're supposed to be heading in and it says no this is how I'm feeling internally this is what my intuition is telling me and this is what I'm going with but you have to go okay so that's another reason why this Venus uh, retrograde has significance because it's making people look at themselves it's taking it's taking a union and making each person consider themselves first so they can make themselves better and whole that's why you see a lot of divorces because it's no more for the union for the union for the union people are taking a stance and like but this is what I want but this is what I want but this is what I want and if we're not matching then I have to part ways with you either for a time or indefinitely and find my match it's been so much that has gone on but in the space that we're in right now this is the significance okay um i think in a very quick note that covered everything um so yes what i want you to do and the kids kind of waking up cut me off what i want you to do is and i think i said this before is to figure out what needs to change i definitely have come across what needed to change for me and um it was it's what needs to change has nothing to do with someone else it's full-on about yourself hence why the importance of the north node you know comes into play in conversation okay if at any point in time you're having difficulty with this if at any point in time you're having difficulty with the um how you're navigating through this course through this process let me know because we're we're more than halfway through and so there should be some sort of progress seen if not then we need to talk so you know how to reach me if you absolutely need me all right have a good day